Hello, butterflies. Welcome to another episode of Cadence in the Clouds. I am your host, Karen St. Hilaire, your resident life architect, purpose alchemist, and fellow quarantine chick. Let's talk about the imposter syndrome. You're winning, but you keep looking around like, is this really real? Do I deserve it? You do. Imposter syndrome, the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own effort and or skills. That's what imposter syndrome is. Last week I was talking about um, how I got to my purpose and the the different things that was happening in my life and um, spiritually, physically, um, socially, things were happening that allowed me to understand that I was on purpose and I was being super purposeful. But um, I will say that the imposter syndrome kicks in and it's real, real. I mean, when I say that imposter syndrome is real, it's real. And it's usually um, caused by our fear of belonging, our fear of failure. Um, I know that I experienced it a lot more in the beginning when I started doing this work because I questioned myself like, who are you and why would they listen to you? Because I am this very dominant alpha female personality type of person and um, I think the work that I do is so soft and it's so caring and it's so loving and so it seemed like it was like complete opposites I definitely do yin and a yang Karen is the yin and the work that she does is the yang and I felt like you know I had to fit a role or look a certain way or sound a certain way So if you follow me on social media, I don't curse. If I put a bad word or an expletive, I'm always like giving a caveat because something, whatever I'm posting has it, it it contains it. I'm not one to necessarily use profanity in my work and or in, you know, in engagement simply to reach a certain audience or to make people feel comfortable. If you want someone who is going to work with you and say all the type of things you want them to say. Now, I say it in my regular conversations and whatever, but as far as my work, that is not something that I am able to do. And I don't per- I do not do it like to be perfect. It's not, it's not a show. It's not a farce. It really is when I go into the role of being that person for a client and or a friend. That part of me, the alpha dominant part of me just goes to the side and the caring and the working and the, 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 the realm dancer that I can be, I begin to do the work, um, in a very, very, uh, pure way. That's the only way I can explain it. But the imposter syndrome comes about when, especially when you start being successful, especially when you people start listening to you and understanding you and giving you feedback and people start looking to you for, um, for work, to do work. They start looking to you for advice or for a word of inspiration when they start putting you in a space. You know, I tend to look at social media now and I see certain people doing some work and I'm like, wow, that's dope. That's great. And I know that at some point, a couple of years ago, I'd have been like, why am I not doing that? Why am I not 
you know, on that panel? Why didn't they call me? Those are my friends. Why don't they take me seriously? I really went through a, a hard, a very hard, you know, season when I, when I, when the imposter was really fighting me head on. But I was very, very lucky to have people in my circle, people around me, um, even before I started doing the work that were like, uh, because that's not your wheelhouse, because that's not what you're here for, because that's not who you are. Um, you are not one that's going to be in front of everyone all the time. You'll be, you'll be the one that's in the back. You'll be the one that's going to get the call. You'll be the one that's going to do the work. You'll be the one that they'll never say her name. And it's okay, uh, because you're not called to always be in front. Sometimes you're called to be in the back room in B613 in the basement, getting it done so that when it's done, Everything looks the way it's supposed to look and the universe sits on its axis in perfection. So I remembered um, starting to do the work and, you know, uh, my personality had to be fit, had to fit in there some, some way, shape or form. And I decided at that moment, um, well, there was a moment that I decided, you know, this is what you're going to do and this is how you're going to do it. This is how you're going to model yourself and, 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 and shape yourself. And I would always go back to the orchestra. I would always go back to things not being aligned and things not being in step and the chords not being, you know, tuned. And so, you know, in cadence, um, I still work. My company is Karen H. St. Hilaire. Incorporated. <clears throat> Cadence LLC falls under that. Um, the work that I do and did with Cadence, it was just so that everyone would be in tune, so everyone would be in step and find their cadence and do the work, you know, synchronicity, right? Your life had to be synchronized. So your personal life and your, your purposeful life and your professional life, they they met somewhere and they created mad you created magic when when they were able to meet. And it's hard work and sometimes I would do it and I would not know where I would get the info from. I would not know where I would get, you know, the inspiration or where I would get the skill set to help people do this work. But then again, you know, it's when you are called to do something, you will be given these skills and these talents and you just have to put them into play. And I just knew how to put them into play. And even, you know, talking to people who are like, you know, yes, we experience imposter syndrome when we when we get this promotion and we're in sitting in this space or we get into graduate school or we get into this PhD program and we're sitting in a room with these other people who use the big words. <laughs> I always like saying big words, um, you know, who seem to know the space that they're in. They seem to know where they're going. They seem to know what they want to do. And, you know, you're lost. So the imposter, again, rears her head. And it's like, you don't belong here. You're not as smart. You're not as engaged. You know, who are you? But, you know, the alpha female in me is like, sometimes you got to fight yourself. A good fight. Fight that good fight and say, I do belong. And I am a winner. And more importantly... I'm that chick or I'm that dude. I'm that person that's called to do this work and I'm going to do it this way. I don't I don't necessarily buy into fake it till you make it. I I don't. But I understand, especially now in this unprecedented times that we're in, and when I'm on social media, you see a lot of fake it till you make it and folks are doing a lot of things. And will they experience the imposter syndrome? Absolutely not. Because 
for some people, it's like, yo, I'm jumping into this pool. I don't care if there's no bottom, but I'm going to float. And they're going to do whatever it is that they have to do to float. And I say this to say that sometimes there are people who are just going to just do. It has nothing to do with purpose. It has nothing to do with passion. It has nothing to do with their calling. It has nothing to do with nothing. They're just going to do because they want to win. And winning looks like anything. Now, if you really think about what I just said, it's a whole bunch of nothing. But it's a Look on social media. It's a whole lot, a whole lot of going on. But, you know, those of us who are passionate about the work that we're supposed to be doing, we do experience the imposter syndrome and it becomes real. You gotta be, you gotta be bad, you gotta be bold, you gotta be wiser, you gotta be hard, you gotta be tough, you gotta be stronger, you gotta be cool, you gotta be now that is one of my favorite songs it's actually been my theme song for about 10 years now and i played this because when the imposter syndrome shows up when she rolls up i roll out like i know i've got to be bad i got to be tough i have to be stronger for myself for my role in this universe I have to be a whole lot of things for me and I cannot always turn left or right or find someone to be in the space to help me. So what I did was I created this system to help myself. Um, so there are people and there are things that I do and there are routines that I have and I'm going to share just one or two with you. One of the things is to create a soundtrack. So Gotta Be is like the title track of my personal soundtrack, especially when I'm doing this work and when I feel down or when I feel like, you know, it's just not, nothing is coming to me and I can't, I can't do the work or the imposter shows up. I really feel like I need to listen to my soundtrack and this song is one of the songs on there. And let me tell you, I have this, I have R&B, I have jazz, I have classical classical and I have good old hip-hop and old hip-hop heads one of the songs that I do have on there is um N-I-N-E nine <laughs> yes I have that song on there and if you are anywhere Brooklyn and you look up those lyrics you're like really Karen because there are times where I have to be a goon for myself and to myself like if you don't just like when I get up and I have to run and when I was training for the marathon, or even now when I have to run, there are mornings I get up and I'm like, I am not doing this. Or there are mornings when I'm like at 0.5 miles and I'm like, I am not doing this. I'm going back home. And then when I get back home in my mile six, or I'm at mile 13. And so you have to create things to just pull yourself up. So when the imposter shows up and I'm like, you know, I'm not good enough to do this work. Why are people calling me? Why should people follow me? Why should people like my stuff? Why should people engage with me? I pull this stuff out. And let's be clear. I don't care how great you are or how much of this, this, this strong individual that you are. Sometimes the imposter shows up and it shows up in different ways. I'm just very transparent with how it shows up. It doesn't show up as much now because I choked the imposter out but um it has shown up and I'm sure it will show up again because every time I move into a different realm hey hey Karen hey why are you here who let you in you got a pass or did you just roll in um so I have created a soundtrack and like I said it's the genres you don't have to stick to one genre you have to stick to what 
helps you be great and is going to put you back on track and is going to keep you in line. Secondly, I do have a routine. Yes, the running. I started running more, especially now when I'm ready to create. I will run to a space that has trees. So I'm in, I really get content when I'm running in trees. And so I try to run to a park or I will drive to a park and I will run the park. Uh, and But then also it has to be at the wee hours of the morning because watching the sunrise, believe it or not, is something that also helps me because I'm, I go into a state of um, reflection, of prayer. My, it's like my spiritual self comes forth and I, I find whatever I have to find in the sun rays and in the sunlight and the warmth of the sun against my face or against my body. Sounds weird to you maybe maybe not but it works for me and it has worked for me and I'm not gonna stop because you know once you find something that works for you that helps you push forward in the work that you have to do in the space that you want to be in my advice is to just you know make it a habit um continue to do it make it a habit and and, and continue to go back to it and, and implement it and so there's the running and I'm not much of a walker because it'll take me too long to get to where I have to go and get back but if walking works for you, walk. Um, during the quarantine, one of the things that I said that I would do and I haven't done it, I, I want to start it, it's just, I'm just so, you know, obtuse about all this stuff, is journaling, right? I say that journaling is important. Though I don't do it, I think I chronicle more with pictures and words in a podcast or a voice note. But for people, if it's journaling, the imposter, when it shows up, you can go back to certain dates when you were on the grind, when you were, you know, crying, when you felt defeated, and then you did certain things to get you to where you are. When the imposter shows up, you can go back to that date. You can go back to that journal and you can reread for yourself what you've done and why you deserve to be where you are. And so I think that's the importance of adding journaling to to the um to your routine and like for me if it's a voice note then that's what it is I tend to delete my voice notes <laughs> because I don't like evidence but you know I have a vivid memory when it comes to my work however whatever works for you you should implement that and last but not least another one of the things that I do is I have certain people in my circle and I know I work their last nerve whether or not they want to hear from me whether or not they want to engage with me I'm calling or I'm sending a text because I feel like their input at times is very, there's some, there's certain people whose input is very important to me, not for validation, not for the kudos, but the reminder in their tone, the reminder in their response gives me the extra breath. It's the wind beneath my wings. It allows me to move forward because then when the imposter comes up, there's another voice. There's a third voice because the first voice is mine. The second is the imposter's. The third voice will be that of an ally that that's important to me that I have placed in my life and that knows their roles and they will um, help me and walk me through it. I'll give you, a, <laughs> I'll give you an example of an ally, my girl, Joss. I remember at one time someone really, someone put me to a corner and they had this conversation with me, but it was a very hurtful conversation. And I felt that I, w I was targeted and I felt that I, you know, what they were saying to me was out of place, 
But I had enough respect for them that I couldn't respond because they were older than me. Da, 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 and if I responded, it wouldn't come out right. And there, after that conversation, the imposter came and was like, see, I told you, you think you're this and you think you're that, but you're not. Da, 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 da. So I'm walking in the street and I'm calling my girl. And I'm like, this is what was said to me and this is how I feel. And, you know, she's hearing my voice is crack, cracking. I'm getting ready to cry. And her words were this, don't you, don't, you better stop crying on my phone. Get off my phone if you're going to cry. Don't you let them people make you cry. Who are they? This is who you are. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And don't you forget. I say this not to say that she was blowing smoke, but I say this as that team that you have, that accountability team that you have, that support team that you have will always remind you of who you are when you doubt yourself and when other people doubt you. Okay? And so when the imposter shows up, you have to have things that's going to help you. You have to have things in place that's going to help you be great. So one, a playlist, songs that you're going to just let play. And you may just lie down. You may decide that you just, you might listen to it while you go for a walk and just chillax. Or even while you're creating. But when the imposter shows up, there's music that you can listen to. There's an activity that you can do, like a workout activity that you can do to exert that energy so the imposter can get tired out. Wear them out. Wear them away. Especially if it's an internal and psychological imposter that's coming in your face. So for me, it's running. But for you, what is it? What is it that you're going to do that's going to help you get into a space of recalibration and help you get back to, to, to the platform where you're supposed to be, to your foundation? Then have that activity that you do for reminder's sake. So if it's journaling, if it's recording, whatever it is, have something in place that you chronicle what you do, the steps that you've taken to get to where you are. It could be newspaper articles, I don't care. It could be the, the awards that you've received. But when you go back to those things, you will see the grind. You will see evidence of the grind. And evidence of the grinds are facts as to why you belong where you are. And last but not least, you better have that good Lacoste Nostra circle. You have that great circle, the holy of holies, that you can tap into whether or not they want to hear from you for that day. But you need them, and they are going to remind you of who you are, why you're here, and the work that you're supposed to do, and how your role in this universe is important, and it's purposeful. Well, alrighty, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really wanted to talk about, you know, my calling um, and, and how you can flip that into your calling, you know, uh, what did your calling sound like and, and are you being called at this time? And secondly, you know, how the imposter comes in to remind you or to make you feel like you, you don't belong, but you do. Um, if you like this episode, share it with a friend, leave a comment, and more importantly, you know, like it on my page, Karen H. St. Helena, on all social media platforms. Have an awesome week.